I also like boobies, so I will become a patron. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have something relatable with these people. <laughs> Welcome, Commander Smiths. We are the Commander Smiths. I'm Adam Smith. And I'm Lowry Smith. Don't worry. We're cousins. How's it going, Lowry? Episode 158. Do you think there's boobies in this episode? Oh, yeah. Tons of boobies. I'm I'm more worried about... uh, This is episode one on YouTube. Like, probably. You know? (laughs) Probably. We're actually recording, and... uh, Yeah, we'll see. (laughs) I'm actually a lot more self-conscious than I thought I'd be. (laughs) Yeah, so if you want to see our our beautiful faces, it only took us 158 episodes before we're uh, going live. Well, not live, but... Getting on the YouTube live on camera recording. <laughs> so uh, we will try to get that up. If you hear this, the cast will always come out first just to get it out there. And then it's just some editing with uh, YouTube and that'll probably Work. go out later in the week. So mm-hmm. you listen to us early in the week and then you're like, Hey, I want to see them in person and then watch we'll listen us again. So there's that. That's definitely something that I would do. <laughs> it is a little bit different because it's like, I have to be conscious that there's a video before where it's like, before I could be like picking my ass or picking yeah. my nose. And now it's like, yep. uh, nope, uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> and I already oh. feel like I should have uh, like shaved my unibrow. And <laughs> I like how you put your robe on because when we were precasting, <laughs> that robe wasn't on. And then we went to go get our drinks and I come back and I'm like, you have your fucking robe on. You're like, it's it's, it's my suit jacket. <laughs> I'm at business now and got to have this thing looking good. And what I've, is that I've, in the background you got there, Larry? Uh, so I got an orgy of magic products over uh-huh. here. It's like you're show. a mini store back there. Yeah, to show that I, I am a magic player. What's in that big tube? Oh, that is my crown jewel of magic card stuff. <laughs> 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 that's the rolled up foil sheet that, that you is probably never it, even opened i opened looked it, at it one it time at it. <laughs> yeah nice. and i think it's still it's not curved nearly as much as commander <laughs> legends foils that's what she so. said not Pull. curved nearly as much no but i'm, I'm not even... it's a straight tube Hello, you can press yeah all right <laughs> i have mine wait okay video wise okay this isn't going to help the people podcast wise all right there's mine. See it right there over my shoulder? Those are my two <laughs> tubes sitting there on the floor. <laughs> I haven't uh, messed with my stuff yet. I got to actually, if I moved out of the way, there's this big block of a table with cards and stacks of cards sitting in it. But this is how I record. I like positioned it so it's in the middle and I to block hide it as when I'm much as you can. <laughs> Let's see if I, if I duck. Oh, no, you can't see it. I'd have to completely move. So. Anyways, a lot of this, people on the podcast are like, well, fuck, I can't see anything. Well, we'll look back later in the week at the Yeah, YouTube. this is exclusive content for YouTube where we just talk about visuals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, a couple other things with YouTube, though, this week. I do want to mention, since we're already on that, I don't want to do the tags necessarily yet, but shorts have started with our YouTube channel stuff. Uh, Zero kind of turned me on to the... He turned me on. <clears throat> oh, yeah. But Zero kind of 
sent me a message about shorts and stuff like that. So I did start turning some of those proxy time videos. So if you really want to see the proxy time video, like, I mean, what was it? Um, Monodrain? Is it not a Monodrain? Um, the one they made four cards of. I, I've been messing up that name. Arcade? No. The free, uh, the big... Force of ca- Will? Force of Will. <laughs> I'm like... You are so far off. <laughs> Monodrain... <laughs> <laughs> I guess you weren't that far off. Yeah. Okay. Here it, uh, so it, it the one that I did four, they did force of will and I did four cards. That was an hour long. It was 56 minutes long. So what I've been doing is trying to cut down the videos into like a minute long, really just quick videos. So if you don't want to spend the time to watch the long videos, this is kind of just like some foreplay to those videos. So you can just kind of mm. see what mm. happens and we'll have some more like stuff. That we'll, we'll talk about in a little bit, but what are you drinking? Lowry? Oh, uh, it is from the brewery. Yeah. The brewery. It's, it, it's well, B-R-U-E-R-Y. Okay. They're being clever. Uh, it's called Hold the Spoon Black Chocolate Cake. It's mm. an imperial milk stout with cocoa nibs, cocoa powder, cacao, no cocoa, uh, salt and vanilla. <laughs> and it's 8.5%. And it's really good. So YouTube is a big can too. That is it. Nice. And we'll probably get censored for that now that I think about it since it's a brand. <laughs> um, oh, it's quick enough. I think you're fine. I mean, yeah, I wear I mean, North how do you, I don't even know time. what the rules are. Yeah, I don't what know. Are the rules? We're, we're not big enough. I mean, commanders, uh, two dimes and a nickel probably couldn't do it, but we, uh, <laughs> we definitely can. That's how we, uh, we're going to one-up them. We're just going to have product placement <laughs> everywhere. Here's the whiskey I'm drinking. <laughs> is, uh, nobody's ever going to let us. And it, for, for the podcasters, them. the uh, the Whistler, it's the same whiskey as last week. It, it made me feel nice and warm inside. So but you I got decided, gout. Yeah, I did get gout the next day. Gout came up. back. Yeah, I don't trust that. I don't think that's. I had it this weekend, too, when we did our five-hour-long marathon Um league game so ugh, and i didn't get ugh, out after that ugh. but if anybody's playing keldeheim commander boxes i've been in two slog fests oh i that, haven't been in a game longer than maybe just over three hours normally mine are like two two and a half and i had one right before that and then played with you guys the second time and it was five five an hour game five hours and two minutes and larry <laughs> And I were the last one standing. So we both were still on at five hours and two minutes. And we got yeah. done at three o'clock in the morning, was it? Three o'clock. I was very unhappy. Ugh. Because kid, kids don't care play. what time right. you went to, went to bed. <laughs> I just got done playing. Leave me alone. Uh, all right. Uh, anything else happened this week for you, Lowry, besides playing the five-hour magic? No, I'll, I'll let you get to what you want to say. Okay. So got a story. <laughs> I got stuck. I, <laughs> I wrote it down. It was on my notes. I'm like, okay, it's called the cat poop and dog poop story. So that's the the title of this story. <laughs> what happened? So when we got out of the podcast last week, I walk out of the room here and I open the door and I'm like, it smells like shit out here. It, it smells <laughs> like shit. I'm like, where's the shit? And I start looking around. I'm trying to find like corners of maybe a cat pooped or something like that. Uh, we had a plant in there and the cats like to remember, I told you that they, they did yeah. that before they yep. pooped in there. So they did that again, except they pooped in the plant and then they kicked out the poop onto the carpet. So mm. like cats mm. like to bury their poop in the cat litter 
And so they pooped in there and then kicked it out. And so I get in there. I'm like, okay, this is what time did we get done last week? It was probably 1130, 12 or whatever. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't want this dirt to just sit here. So I like started cleaning it up, picked up the poop, put it in bags. And then I went and got our brand new vacuum we got last week because our other one kind of shit the bed. And I start vacuuming. Well, I guess I missed a piece of poop because then what it did is it smeared a line back and forth on the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> and in the vacuum, it spun around. <laughs> it's the see-through vacuum. So you just see this brown little <laughs> ring going around the thing and it spirals because it's angled. I'm like, <laughs> all right, well, I'm done doing that. So then <laughs> it didn't get out of the carpet. I, I Luckily, we have, um, because of the rentals, you know, we had, I have a steam vac, but I was like, I'm not doing it at midnight. So I'm like, I'll wait in the morning. So I, I went to put the dogs out. Um, Dory, our chocolate lab, is a poop eater. So much so that Isla was pooping and Dory was beelining towards her to eat the poop as it was coming out of her butt. <laughs> I was just like, what is up with everybody shitting today? <laughs> Why do I have to deal with all this shit? I'm like, Dory! <laughs> just the grossest thing ever. That is, so that's like, pretty gross. Yeah. Yep. Those are my poop stories. But I'm pretty sure that's other... like healthy biomes for Dory's stomach. Well, right? the the thing I did hear from like, what is it, Katie K9 years ago, she was like, um, they make dog food so good that when the dog actually poops it back out, it still smells like the dog food. So that's why you get dogs that re-eat it because it's just like what they normally eat. Especially winter, poopsicles. That's yeah, her yeah. Thing. I don't get the thing about poopsicles. Yeah. Like our dog used to eat our neighbor's poopsicles. And it's just like... Your you neighbor's son of a dog's poopsicles? Dog. Just no, just neighbor. the neighbor goes outside. <laughs> he got me. All right. <laughs> we close our eyes. We're just like, the windows are all blockaded. And on Taco's that side like, of the house. oh, yeah. Here comes <laughs> another one. Look at that guy poop in the yard. Uh, um, one thing I forgot to mention last week, and. you, How did you clean your vacuum? Uh, so I had to take it apart. I had to unscrew everything and then take the the brush out, clean that, and then I had to wipe the inside. And yeah, it smelled like shit. It was bad. <laughs> Weird. Uh, but one thing I forgot to mention, because, you know, I'm a huge Foo Fighter fan. They had yeah. a new album that came out, and I completely forgot to mention that. I uh, got that album. And then this weekend, you know, this from our Discord and everything, but... Diablo mm-hmm. 2 is being remastered. It's actually called Resurrected. So there's a lot of good things happening besides the poop stuff this week. For you, yeah. No, it feels like a balance. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like you get Foo yeah. Fighters and Diablo remastered, yeah. but you get poop in your vacuum. <laughs> poop, so poop everywhere. Yeah. Ugh. And you don't get a choice. It just is what happens. Yeah. So I guess I could have seen that coming. <laughs> <sighs> all right well isn't that what you isn't that what you do though like when something bad happens you're like what is what good is coming my way no nope. what am, amazing no normally it's like okay there's gonna be at there's least more. one more piece of yeah. shit in my vacuum later on this week <laughs> the vacuum called life yeah the vacuum called life <laughs> 
Uh, all right. I don't know if there's anything else we talked about. Yeah, there was lots of boobies. That song got stuck in my head a lot last week and this week and while we were playing games. It's fun Hello, to play boobies. the button bard. <laughs> yeah. Hello, boobies. <laughs> um, I'll try not to hit that button as much. No. Try. Whatever. Just whatever your heart tells you to do. I do have some new buttons, though, that we got to go over in a little bit. Uh, right. But what are we doing today on our episode? We haven't even talked about that. What the f*** are we doing today? Did you just censor yourself? I did. All it's... right. That's weird. Um, okay, <laughs> I do, so... I do have a, a a sensor button that I loaded, and I normally put this in, like, manually Later. when we're editing. So I do yeah. have the um, this one. <laughs> I thought that was for whenever I say gas. Well, you do. You do. Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I had so last week. Was it last week or the week before? Yeah. You said gas, and we swore, <laughs> or no, it wasn't swearing. We got political, and I, <laughs> I changed our political talk into a fart noise. Right on. Uh, so, um, so I have partially built a Jorn deck, the the god that untaps snow permanence, and uh, oh, he's didn't brutal. fully get it done. But like, I just need to make some cuts. Maybe Adam helps me. Maybe he doesn't, but we'll just talk about what I got together so far. Yeah. Uh, so the first game I played, <clears throat> excuse me, the first game oh, I played yeah. in the night, three Jorns against my uh, Nico deck. I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Everybody loves Jorn. Jorn's so, pretty sweet. Yeah. The, it's interesting to see an actual built deck and not the you know sealed way of doing it because this is – very much different than the other stuff. There's a couple things that I, you know, it's because it's the new set and it works with Jorn, but um, for the most part, this is very different. Very sweet. I like it. And then we have Stump the Smith Savant, and then we are going over what? Secret, Secret layer? layer, Black is Magic, and that just uh, started today? Yesterday? Yep, today. Well, okay. when people hear it, yesterday. <clears throat> Monday. That's what. That's totally what I meant. Um yeah, and so that's it's pretty sweet. Uh, we to we're gonna one. We're both gonna get it. Yeah, yeah. Gonna, I've already bought mine, and we're gonna. It's gonna be a weird one spec because, like we talked about, precast is like they aren't for sale singles. I mean, people are pre-selling these, but so yeah, the, we'll the market's to, a little hard to say what you would buy it at type thing. So maybe we just more so just say if we'd buy it or not but we're both gonna buy it so it's whatever we're winging it um okay let me get into the tag so a few things i want to talk about really quick is this was the week of new patrons it was crazy we've had four new patrons and fuck i didn't talk to you about this beforehand because there was one name that i didn't know how to say hmm. <laughs> i was like i'm gonna make sure to ask larry what he thinks of this person's last name uh all right <clears throat> Here it goes. I, I I'm apologize. pretty sure I always say just do the first name or first whatever name. name you know how to say. Ah, uh, there we go. Are we ready? So Philip Felipe G, because I don't want to say his last name. <laughs> mm-hmm. Charles Warner, Avery Strasser, and Devin Durbin are all our new patrons. Welcome to the Meat Force. I like how you got yourself ready. And I, kind of, I interrupted you a little bit there too at the beginning of that. Yeah. So welcome to the Meat Force. 
that is this is a busy week, and I I don't know if it's because there was a lot of booby talk last week. Yeah, I think that pulled it in. I think that's people like oh. We, they say boobies are, a lot. I am. I am in. <laughs> I I like where this is I going. I also like boobies, so I will become a patron. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have something relatable with these people. <laughs> they talk about garuk dongs and boobies. That's oh, right I... in my wheelhouse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, and then you can become a patron. This week is pick your proxy month, so if you become a patron, uh, you a dollar or more gets you in. Uh, as a patron, if you're a new patron, $5 or more gets you the pick your proxies, any proxies. If you're a, a newbie, $1 patron, you got to wait till July, which is the next pick your proxy month. And then but you, get... you get to be in the discord and right. I I'm pretty biased, but it's pretty cool there. Yeah, no, it's uh we have a lot of perks with the, the disc, uh, discord. You get in there chatting <clears throat> games if you're Lots building of, decks and want help on it, yeah, uh, we talk, tech. you know, specs, people throw stuff out there. Yeah. Uh, that's what we're doing. You know, there's a lot of stuff on Discord that's being run through it. So it's a pretty cool place. Yep, for sure. Uh, then $5 or more gets you the proxy. Like we talked about, pick your proxy month is right now. Uh, but, oh, also the league. The dollar gets you also into the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are two weeks deep into this league. It's not too late because we actually have a lot of people that still need to get their league games done here and then we are only doing two Get seasons on that shit everybody and then we're gonna take a little break and then jump in with uh <laughs> they're already spoiling cards this last week strict haven strict haven stuff pretty sweet stuff we're not really gonna go in depth with any of that stuff uh but there is some pretty cool stuff with that free way to support the show is jump into youtube subscribe there that's what i was mentioning we have the shorts that are going to be starting actually already started so you'll get a quick quickie of videos of the longer ones or uh, Lowry's curated MTG, I think is going to start up there. So it's a little different format because it's not, they're not recorded the same way. They actually, to be a short film, we have to shoot it in like how you would hold your phone uh, vertically. So you may look at it on your computer and be like, why the fuck are they have it? It's all weird, but that's just how you have to record short. Supposed to be on your phone. Yep. So, those are going to be starting. So we have that coming. And then also spotlights are going to be coming on there as well. It's going to be coming all over the place. Uh, and then also, oh, I forgot to mention with the patron stuff, we have been doing Unsnipped. That mm-hmm. is continuing. And that's actually going to start run through privately on YouTube. So you can also check that out there as well if you're a patron. Um, then we go into Twitter. That's where you see pick your proxy week. No, <laughs> I think the whiskey's getting to me now. <laughs> Already, <laughs> this is glass number two. So I, I think um, uh, so proxy of the week, curated MTG, <laughs> not sharing with Adam, and then any other fun stuff that we figure out on on Twitter. Uh, but that'll be the place to see the videos of anything that we're posting. Um. Like I said, the YouTube, this video right here, it won't be out if you're listening to the podcast necessarily earlier in the week, but on Twitter is where I'll post, <clears throat> excuse me, I'll post it so you can actually see, oh, the video's up and running. Otherwise, you can just subscribe. That's another way you can get a warning that the, the video of our podcast is up. You can direct message us on Twitter, or you can do that via our Gmail account, and that's also where you can send me some 
stump your uh, the Smith Savant stuff. Uh, don't have any this week. I have just the ones that I came up with, but feel free to shoot us stuff there. All right. I think that's everything, right? <clears throat> yep. We're ready Maybe. to start this? Sounds right. I was going to say, we're 30 minutes in, but that's because we have the unsnipped stuff in there as well. So mm. that's another 30 minutes in. I was like, oh, that didn't feel like 30. All right. Let's let see. me get to the button. The talking's going down easy. It's time for everyone's favorite game show, Stump the Smith Savant. In light of Diablo 2, this music, background music, if you don't know, this is Diablo 2 music. So, and I love this music. All right. This is Stump the Smith Savant. If you don't know what that is, uh, I'm going to read the flavor text of a card. Lowry is going to try to guess what the card is just by the flavor text. Uh, I will give him little hints here and there if he asks for it. Every little hint I give him uh, is minus five points. Every wrong guess, Lowry, you will hear this. Hello, boobies. Okay. That one? Yeah. Okay. Hello, boobies. Every right. That feels like a win, though. But okay. Every, every right, right guess is this. Oh, man. The bed music might be too loud. We'll see. Every right guess is this. Wow. Wow. Can you hear the wow? <laughs> yeah, I can hear the wow. 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 I'm right with that. <laughs> well, here. Let me, I feel like let me hello boobies bring, should be something more negative. <laughs> so this, I, I'm stopping that for a second. Wow. So that's it. This is the long bit of it. Ready? Wow. And how'd that affect you with guys? Do they not want to get busy with you? Good point. <laughs> Actually, it's not the long version. That's a different version. I liked the, they didn't want to get busy with you. So this is the action. Wow. Wow. And Hello, boobies. Wow. So your right guesses are. Wow. And your wrong <laughs> ones are. Hello, boobies. Got it. All right. Got it. Bed back up. Uh, every I'm wrong just going to say wrong guesses all the time now. <laughs> Hello, boobies. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should switch those around. Maybe we'll switch that next week. Or do you want to no, do wow, Hello, wow boobies? makes sense. Something okay. negative. Because that's what we were doing last week. Because every time you were right, I was like, wow. <laughs> uh, all right. So every wrong guess, Larry gets minus 10 points. He starts off with 100. Points don't really matter. I was keeping track of them before, and now I've just been like, fuck it. I, don't... <laughs> I actually have a spreadsheet of, like, what you got and all that. I'm like, yeah. I... I don't think that was necessary. Who cares? <laughs> Do people even care about this bit? <laughs> I haven't heard any <laughs> negative stuff. Nobody's like, this. Yeah. I've well, only heard a couple of people be like, oh, I got it before Lowry. He's like, who hasn't? No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's get into the first uh, first one here. All right. <clears throat> you ready? Let's do it. Accept one favor from an oaf and you're doomed to accept another. Accept one favor from an oaf and you're doomed to accept another. This sounds like if you give a mouse a cookie. Yeah. Um, if you give an oaf a favor, you're doomed to a- give accept, another. Except, ex- ex- accept, not accept. It's accept. You know, with yeah. a accept one favor from an oaf, and you're doomed to accept another. Is this a green card yes wait sorry wow 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 damn i need to make that button louder the audio went out on that the whole time 
Oh, it did? Oh, <laughs> yeah. he couldn't hear me at all? I couldn't hear you. Wow. So I just okay, saw your I'll face, your mouth going. Wow. <laughs> I was like, okay, I got it. So green I'm gonna card. I'm going to have to make that, uh, that button a little louder because the, uh, the music bed is too loud. Right. Um, I don't know what time period that would be, but it's a green card. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's probably not a creature. And accept one favor from an oaf, and you're doomed to accept another. How do you spell oaf? O u p h e. O u p h e. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how many oafs are there? There's not a lot. And That's so why I thought this was a little bit of a. Uh, I thought <clears throat> this was an easier one because this is it's a known one. I'll it's give you that. A known one. Yeah. Kitchen things. Ah, ah, there we go. Wow. Ah, wow. I figured it out. <laughs> oh, that was the clue. It's a known one? A known oaf? What? <laughs> Kitchen things. There, there's only bad oafs as yeah. far as I know. All right. Uh, all right. Next one. <clears throat> Rouse storm crackled with mystical detections. Planeswalkers were in, in, infiltrating Ravnica. Thousand year storm. <laughs> See, I got you easy ones here. <laughs> yeah, you did. I <laughs> appreciate end, that. And then we end with the hard one here. All right, ready? Okay. <clears throat> I pray that I am never considered useless or old. All right, the name is Sharum. S H A Sharum the Hegemon. Sharum. Yep. I pray that I'm never. What? How do you know his name? What? He's from Shards of Lara. Right. <laughs> Legend, <laughs> Esper. Um, but uh, what was the full one then? I pray that I I'm pray never. That I pray that I, I pray that I am never considered useless or old. Sharum the Hegemon. Um, I pray that I am never old or useless. Other way around, um, but it doesn't matter. Useless and old. So it'd have to be Shards of Alara Block. Is it Shards of Alara Block? Uh, Shards, yes. Conflux, Alara Reborn? Okay. <clears throat> it's... Pr- so the... I'm assuming that Sharum is talking about something that is useless or old and or so is this like a removal card? No. No. Oh, okay. Sorry. Hello boobies. <laughs> right on. Um Is it an artifact? <clears throat> Yes. Wow. So it's wow. within the probably the shroom. <clears throat> so it's an artifact. Shards of Alara block. Is it in um, Shards of Alara? Yes. Okay. Or no, 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 no. No, not Shards of Alara. Nope. Hello, boobies. There. I was waiting for that. That's my my cue. You're just purposely guessing wrong so you can hear, hello, boobies. Hello, boobies. (laughs) Um, So 
It's an artifact. Probably some type of color. Um, you can get one hint if you want. Yeah, I'll take a hint. Uh, is the price too high for extra turns? Artifact from the Alara block. An artifact? Says, I pray that I am never considered useless or old. And what was that clue? Is the is the price too high for extra turns? Extra turns not in Shards of Alara. Alara Reborn is a fully you know multicolor set. Extra turns too high. Extra turns artifact. Um Oh. Is this in Conflux then? No. Oh, so it's a, Hello boobies. It's an Alara Reborn, which is a multicolored artifact. I'm DJ Wow right here. Yeah, DJ Wow. Um, the last clue I'll give you will give it away. So if you can. Do you only have one more clue? I, I've been doing two, unless I. I you know. Okay. Because you guess them too damn fast, so I'm just like, I'm not gonna spend gotta twenty minutes figuring out clues. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're at the end of this anyway, so here you want. Okay, give me the last clue. The picture features what looks like an hourglass. A multicolored artifact that... So is this an extra, like an expensive extra turn card? Kind of. Is That's the, the clue. Is the price too high for extra turns? The card... Features an hourglass. I should put the music bed back up because I thought you'd get it off of the, the hourglass. I'm what, what cards have the hourglass in it? You know, like the picture? What? The picture of hourglass? Or is it like, like an, an hourglass. hourglass? You know, like an hourglass. Like time spiral. <laughs> yeah. But it has not the symbol, the picture. It's in the art. Yes. It looks like an hourglass to me. Once I was looking at it closer, I was like, I don't know if that's actually an hourglass. I think it's supposed to be something else, but I've always thought it was an hourglass. That's why I didn't say it is. I said it looks like an hourglass. <sighs> Multicolor. This works with combos with certain decks. And it just got reprinted in Double Masters. Oh, I got it. Time sieve. Yeah, doesn't that look like real. a? Doesn't that look like an hourglass? That yeah, doesn't give you that. That okay? I was like, am I crazy? What do you think it like, was? Well, that's what I think. It's a time. Uh, yeah, you're an right. hourglass. Okay, okay. Because you're like, what? Are you doing? Yeah, you, your face like confused. Like, what has an hourglass? Are you crazy? And I like, couldn't. I could not figure that out. That was. Uh, that's what that I said. Was the first tough. two were gonna be tough, or too easy, and then the last one was a little tough. Yeah, the the. 
you worded it really well to throw me off when you said the cost is the cost too high. And so I was thinking because sacrificing the artifacts is yep. not too high to get yourself some extra turns. So yeah. that's kind of with that. Good. That was a nice one. That was that was tough. Hey, you got two hundred percenters there. That was really good. Uh, see, that's why I wanted to show the Smith Savant there. <laughs> and then I put in a harder then one. <laughs> then you I mean it's good. You humble me and that's nice. I you know I need to be put in my place most of the time. All right. Uh, oh, dang it. We do have a spotlight deck. Oh, dang button. it. We have the button. No, I just, we have a button for it. I wanted to do boobies, but we actually have the button. That right, is true. Spotlight. Yeah. A spotlight deck. All right. So, what are we doing today, Larry? We're working on your spotlight. <clears throat> so, we are going to be talking about Jorn, God of Winter, which is. Two colorless and a green. It's a 3-3. Three, three. Whenever Jorn attacks, untap each snow permanent you control. Um, and the back side is just kind of value. It's colorless black-blue, and then it's a staff of whatever. And then when it, you can tap it and play a uh, snow permanent from your graveyard. Which actually works really well in the uh, sealed format with our lead yes. stuff. That yep. has been... I've seen both sides played almost equally in a way because mm. there's a certain card that's actually in your deck that the reason why people play the other side. For sure. There are- uh, so there's two routes that you could go with this deck. And to me, just looking at your deck, you know, half hour before the cast, you know. <laughs> well, that's really when prepared. I got it up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Takes me a while if you... <laughs> got it a half an hour. Um, this is a Meat Force deck right here. This is this is to beat face pretty much and have stuff untap when you attack with him. And is that pretty much what it is? Like, that's this is, this is your big creature... Not big creature, but like taking advantage of the untapped stuff of that, right? Mm-hmm. You're not using the backside very much at all. And I, I think the threat of personally looking at it, the beginning, getting him out and doing his stuff, and the game goes on, things die. The, the threat of him then dying and being able to just be like, okay, now I'm casting the flip side of this and bringing back stuff that you've already killed is mm-hmm. kind of scary with it. Yeah, and that's that was the initial, like, the initial start of it was kind of like, oh, I want to be able to, you know, put stuff into my graveyard. Like, you know, I had Windfall in there and a couple other cards that would just dump cards into my graveyard. And I was just like, I don't think I need that. I I wanted to end up focusing more on untapping snow permanence. Yeah. And so, it- because naturally, like you're saying, it's just going to happen. So... The one thing I mentioned that is happening in League that seems pretty interesting is that for the, the recursion part, I'm only going to talk about that quick because this is the only recursion card that I would, that, not that you have in the deck, but that's really good combo with the backside because more so I want to talk about the front side of Jorn because the backside, I think more your stuff fits with the front side. But the Priest of the Haunted Edge. Oh, the Haunted Edge? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That thing is ridiculous <laughs> it's just removal it's yeah so it's that so it, you tap it and it gives a creature minus x minus x to the amount of snow lands or snow, snow permanence snow land snow lands and and with mostly snow lands in this deck 
you're going to be killing most any creatures that you, you want. You have one land that is not snow, but I'm sure you're going to adjust your land still at this point. Or are you going to mainly stay with all the lands? Because I guess that that's really beneficial because of Jorn. You don't really want to do anything else. Yeah, yeah. So most of it's going to stay snow land. Um, are you going to play fetches? Yeah, I'll probably play fetches. Um, and probably duels, maybe not shocks. You know, they have those tap come into play tap duels. Um, I, I haven't really messed with the mana base, but the, uh, the big thing I think is just having enough basic lands, putting those snow, because I wanted to a focus on the snow lands because being able to untap them and get a ton of mana off of triggers seems crazy. Yeah. And where sure. it's like, where this almost went. another turn in a way yeah and and one thing that's not on this list so i i don't i shouldn't talk about it too much but i want to put guy's cradle in here uh-huh. and there's a rhyme feather owl something like that and that will turn any permanent you have into a snow permanent and so turning oh. a cradle <laughs> into the snow yeah. thing untapping and that four times it, within like or, or untap yeah yeah <laughs> that seems like really awesome so but there's just you know that's not really dependable cradle's really good in itself so we'll we'll see but uh one thing you had mentioned to me when you were well it was to keep a note for yourself but i think is actually a really good idea and this is your wake thrasher in this yeah yeah, right? So Wake Thrasher is whenever a permanent you control on taps, it gets plus one, plus one. And so you just... So you attack with it, and everything with Jorn... Untaps. It all untaps, which it's a permanent. It's not just your creatures. Your land's all untap. Mm-hmm. Wake Thrasher turns into this huge freaking beast on the attack. Like, it's not after. It's happening as the attack is happening. Yeah, and so if you have, like, six lands... And those all untapped at the beginning of your turn, it's a 7-7. And then just make sure that they're all tapped again before Jorn attacks. They all untap again. Then it's a 13-13. And if you have any more triggers or any more snow permanents, it's huge. That's Mm -hmm. that's really, really big. And it's cheap. It's only three mana. It uh I, I see it just being a huge beater. Um, one I really liked too was, uh, your Sylvan Awakening. I know it's kind of a weird card, but it's, it works perfect because all your stuff's untapping. So you, it makes all your lands turn into two, two elementals with reach, indestructible and haste. They're still lands. So you all out attack with all your lands. They're all mm-hmm. tapped, but then Jorn, it all untaps them. They're indestructible. So the only way they're getting killed is minus whatever, minus two, minus two, mm-hmm. like I did at one time playing me. Uh, <laughs> that did happen, yes. <laughs> uh, but it's this, it's it's like a free, huge swing, especially this late game. Whew. And and they're blocking everything on the, on the comeback because it's at, until your next turn. Oh, it is. Oh, that is really nice. Yeah, that's, that's why I put it in there. And I was like, this is – so I can all-out attack with all of that. my creatures – or with all my lands, they all untap, and then I have 8, 10, 12, 2, 2, reach, indestructible blockers. That's real. I mean, you That's could really get screwed, but it's unlikely. Speaking with other mana-based stuff, you did the... So this is the first deck I've seen, well, that we've done, but you did the Horizon Stone in there. 
Yeah, and and crew fixes in here as well. I did see that. Yep. And Omnath Locus of Mana. So those are those are the the mana oh, yeah, there he is. There sinks he is, yeah. where you can save mana. So again, um, I'm looking. I'm hoping that I can untap a bunch of times. It's not just the one trigger. And so I have like Sakashima of a thousand faces, Sakashima Spark Double, um, and and being able to like untap tap a bunch of times within that combat step and save your mana, and or play at instant speed. Um, you could just, if you're storing that mana in one of those like horizon stone or crew fix, you're going to get a ton of mana really quick. Yeah, for sure. You do have a really big dick card in here. You know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. Stasis. Yeah. So (laughs) this is, uh, this is a huge big dick. This is a, (laughs) this is an easy lock in this deck. It fucks people because you're untapping all of your land. You'll always have a blue mana open because you're untapping it on your attack. And so if you play this right, it just locks the game out and it's pretty much over. <laughs> Not mad, Larry. Oh, just you're mad and disappointed. Just disappointed. <laughs> uh, I would almost consider that as part of uh, the Day of Dragons type of thing in that because that mm-hmm. kind of pretty much can, like you said, lock the game out. Uh, but another Day of Dragons card that I was thinking especially for this this deck and depending on how everybody's playing but dead of winter is really just going to wipe the board and keep your stuff there mm-hmm. because that you, you're getting all your non all the non-snow creatures get minus x minus x until on a turn where x is the number of snow permanents you control you're basically just wiping the board you have a few that are non-snow mm-hmm. but for the most part i'd say it's like 50 50 on on snow permanents and stuff like that but the, the ones that count, well, yeah, I guess there's a couple of good other, ones. Yeah, there are some other good ones, but for the most part, you're wiping the board and you have the presence still. It's kind of like the um, cyclonic rift of creatures, but you're taking advantage of you're just wipe. It's not cyclonic rift because you're just killing the board. You're wrath of Godding, but you're not getting wrath of God. Mm-hmm. So, Godded. Godded. <laughs> <laughs> that seems that seems that right. Sounds right. Just go with it. <laughs> Wrath of Godded. <laughs> Damn you, whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's a. I was I was really happy to see that. I went through and I was looking at your sorceries and instants to see. I was like, oh, you better have that in there and for sure. Yep, that's that's a solid card. And it's only three to do that. The cards are so good. Um, what are some of your other cards that you would consider? more of your day of dragons type stuff like so the a little bit i don't know if you noticed it where the fuck did it go um i also do like uh the one that's from caldime the blood on the snow that one's a pretty sweet card yeah that was it was one that i was thinking about cutting because i mean it's on theme so it's going to stay in and it's nice little recursion piece Mm -hmm. um but it's six mana to do a wrath, which is kind of a lot. But that recursion yeah, but piece re- is nice. Yeah, I was gonna say, then you're returning stuff. So, um, but okay, so the cool little interaction that I was going with for like Pathbreaker Ibex, which is whenever it attacks, all your creatures that are attacking get plus X plus X for the greatest power greatest among power. creatures you control. So the hope. And they gain good. trample. And they gain trample. So what I'm I'm thinking that I'd like to do with it 
is I want to sink a ton of mana into like hail. Uh, where the shit is it? Hailstorm Valkyrie. Yeah. And so, so boost that up out. to, you know, it gets plus two, plus two and for each two snow mana that you do. And so just dump a bunch of mana into it, turn into like an eight, eight, 10, 10, and then attack with Ibex in play. And then everything gets plus 10, plus 10. And you could do that every turn. That's pretty brutal. So, and that's why I don't have the sorcery version of that because I, my creatures aren't huge, huge uh, to begin with, but having that extra mana is what kind of really pumps it up. And so, like, having, even, even without the Ibex, like, putting six mana into the, the Valkyrie, turning it into an 8-8, eight, eight, and then untapping all of my mana, and if I want, I can just dump all of it in there again. And that's a little bit of like getting those multiple triggers within the attack step, being able to just dump that mana into creatures with abilities. Yeah. And so um one thing that we also notice or with our league games, I'm glad you have this in here. It works so well, especially with how much uh snow stuff you're gonna be playing with. But that icebreaker kraken is pretty brutal. Yeah. Yep. Because I was dropping mine for two mana because I had 10, 10, is it 10 snow lands? Yeah, it's to, 10 snow you, lands. And then you yeah, two blue for an two. eight, eight. Or, that you can pop back to your hand just by returning three snow lands to your hand. So it's and you, hard to get rid of. The, the thing is, is it's an eight, eight. Yeah, that's cool. But when it hits target players, artifacts and creatures don't untap. And it's not if this gets killed, it's like that player continue or is it does it get, when it gets killed enters the battlefield yeah yeah artifacts it, and creatures target opponent control don't untap during their players next on set so the creatures don't gain it it's that player kind of has this little emblem that now if they decide to tap something artifact or whatever it's going to stay tapped through their next turn mm -hmm. so it, it was kind of a brutal you could totally do this multiple times i didn't even think yes. of that you could go pop you know Play it for two, bring three land, bring it back to your hand, drop one of your land down, play it for another two, depending on what your mana source is, and hit all three players if you wanted to. Mm -hmm. And that and that works well with opposition as well. So I can I can tap down my creatures to tap your creatures, and then play the kraken, the kraken, the kraken, icebreaker kraken, and then by the next turn you're wide open. Is opposition the one that you've been wanting to play for a long time? I kind of fit it into a lot of decks, and maybe I'm forcing <laughs> it here as well. No, it makes sense because you tap down everything that you have, and you only attack with your your commander with uh, Jorn, mm -hmm. and then they all untap, and then you can tap down before anybody blocks. So that makes a lot of sense. That's a really good point. I like how you think. <laughs> um but it also works with like stasis just being able to tap down their creatures and it does lands or artifacts and so i can tap just everybody's lands down as well uh god you just you just made a huge dick deck <sighs> you made a garuk dong deck right here we'll see just no, having stasis in a deck is always kind of scary i'm not a yeah. huge fan but i i do think it's a way to just like 
I think I have some subpar cards in the snow creature area. And so I was trying to find something a little bit that was like up the power level to just kind of like balance it out a bit. And that's why stasis is kind of in there. Uh, what were some of your on the fence stuff? What are you trying to decide on? We, we all know that you're that necromancer is pretty damn ridiculous. We've seen that played in our league stuff. That's just a solid card. What are some cards that you're not so sure on? So I, one thing I, I do have one question really quick is that Kajora's follower. It's a permanent untap another target permanent, but does that fit with this? Oh, Kiora's follower. Is that? Oh, Oh, it is an I. My, you're drunk. Yeah, it looked like a J from where my damn you whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> so what? Because no, I have my screens minimized so that I can have you right there and this, so it looked like a KJ. So yeah, what's the uh, the big the big idea with so this to, one? So to me, it's very similar. There's two other cards in here that untap snow permanence or snow lands. And I was like, this is probably just a better version of that, but it's nice to get, but it doesn't untap with the the uh, Jorah trigger or Joran trigger. And so I, I was thinking it's it's still a really good card with if I do end up putting Cradle in here. Um, and it also untaps any lands that I have. Like, okay, so one thing is putting like Wild Growth that is a enchant land or a squirrel nest onto a, a land that's going to untap that gives multiple per land. And so like being able well, to just well, like get, get that value out of your lands, I think was pretty solid. Plus you have like, you have scrying sheets, you have that frost auger. So being able to untap them as well, use their ability more than once. Yeah. It gives you a little bit of a, an advantage in your hand. Yeah, I can see that. So and so there's some big ones like Seedborn Muse or the Sphinx of the Second Sun. And then there's some smaller ones like Kiora that's just like a singular one. So it'll just be interesting to see, like, because it's it's expensive for like mana ramp, right? It's not a Birds of Paradise. It's not you know uh, a Land of War Elves, but it has a little bit more utility in there. So um, it also works with the the flipped side staff. I can untap that to be able to like play another uh, snow permanent from the graveyard. So I get two. Yeah. So like having two, three versions of that is potentially nice. So it, I think it's just one of those like utility cards. That's kind of ramp kind of untapping other cards. Um, that, so that's kind of your... what I'm there with what are your on the fence stuff so since i went with those aura lands like utopia sprawl wild growth um that kind of card overgrowth um to try and ramp i'm wondering if i want to be cutting the sorceries which is really weird you know um getting rid of far seek or three wishes or those are just like staple green cards that get you out ahead and they put more lands down for me to untap as well but being able to put more auras on lands so that they tap for two three four mana at a time also seems nice and kind of more like maybe on theme for what i'm going i think i have four or five enchant lands that 
And so like, it, it's, it's a weird, I don't know where my balance is going to be. And I don't know if I can find enough like ramp auras that I like. So <clears throat> the danger is that the land auras can get removed. Yeah. Yep. Whereas if you're casting your ramp spells, you're getting your land and most of the time they're not getting removed. Um, I think it'd be interesting to go more towards the land auras. In fact, you have a card that we were kind of, wasn't it today uh, talking on the discord about uh, underworld connections? Yeah. Yep. So underworld so connections have... taps, pay a life, draw a card. So being able to untap that a couple, like two, three times in a turn to draw three, two, three cards seems good, right? Yeah. And the squirrel nest getting two, three uh, squirrels on your on tap tr- triggers. That's not a ton. And there's a uh, there's a spawning pit. It's it creates five five tramplers, but it's eight mana for an aura land. <laughs> so it's like that's a lot of mana, but yeah. it's a little bit more of like going to you know it's going to be more of a threat. Maybe having a mix of it of how you have it is actually pretty decent. Not just being like all in on my one. worry. Yeah, my worry would be is if you went, okay, I'm going theme, aura lands, blah, 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 and then you come against somebody that's, what what's that uh, enchantment that every time they play a creature, they destroy it? Aura shards. Or, yeah, aura yeah, shards. shards would be brutal. Somebody has aura shards, and then you're just like, well, fuck, I'm not ramping anymore, and you're, all your stuff, all your ramp stuff is based off of that. I think that could get you in trouble. So I think having yeah. the mix in there is pretty good. But I like that you have more than normal in here because it fits with what you're doing yeah and and the other thing a little bit to think about too is if i went heavier on the aura lands i could add in enchantresses that draw off of enchantments coming into play so that is something that is a way that you could go i smell a sub theme go with that you like that (laughs) the one of the things that i don't like about enchantment theme is i feel like enchantments are should be prominently white yeah i was gonna say you don't have the white in here because you can't necessarily take advantage of but some of that stuff most of the enchantress effects are in green and so that's one thing that wizards could do to improve white but the you're going to like you're gonna have less enchantresses if you're not in white, and you don't have like that recursion with that mm-hmm. white has in enchantments as well. So you kind of lose that a little bit. Um, but green still has some power with with the enchantress effects. I think how many enchantments do I have in here? Was it like thirteen? Sixteen. 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 That's that's like borderline not enough. Yeah, you need maybe get to twenty. I think you'd have to at least get to 20. But at the same time, like when you're doing Enchantress style decks, if I'm paying like three mana for a creature that's going to draw me cards and I and I need them to draw me cards, how many is that realistically going to draw me when I only have 20 enchantments? And most of them are kind of bad, you know what I mean, as attackers or blockers. And so... Does that eat up space? 
Um, and I was thinking I cut the enchantresses because I felt like they weren't going to draw me enough cards, and that's what I'd put them in there for. Um, I'd run this, see how it goes, because I think you have a good balance. I think you have... Do you have enough draw in here? I think you have enough draw in here. I, th- I think I was borderline on draw and ramp at this point so if like i'm i'm pulling a draw card i'm i'm gonna have to add in a draw card um but i wasn't really counting cards like nature's will or bear umbra or seedborn muse like those are all technically ramp cards like you're just getting more mana right but like if you're slow or not able to trigger that kind of thing like maybe it doesn't count so that's that's another part of that. And so I do have cards like the package of trying to get Jorn not killed cuz he has to attack, right? Yeah, that's the hard part. You got to keep him alive. You got to keep him alive. So either some sort of evasion where he's not going to get be able to be blocked or indestructible. Mm-hmm. And so if I like it feels like if I just cut that, I I have like 15 extra cards. Right now I got to cut down. And if I just cut that package, I'm I, it makes it a lot easier, right? I can cut like five-ish cards. But then it's just like Jordan's going to die so quick. So I that, that part is like I wish I didn't have to do it. Or maybe, maybe I go with like more mass evasion. So like all your creatures get flying architect, the the blue architect or swamp walk. Yeah. With filth in the graveyard, something like Mm -hmm. that. So maybe. Yeah, that's hard because you don't have the, those in here right now. Right. I'm looking through filth. No, I don't have the, no, no, no. I mean like just the, the evasion stuff. So I have, but yeah, I have, uh, they're, they're also auras. So I have, so rhyme transfer me or transfusion. I think your benefit though, is your untapped tap effects. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you have a lot of stuff, um, that pumps your stuff. Uh, what is that dude? Conifer worm. Mm. That seems oh, like it, it's going to get huge, right? That, yeah. And it's not it even is. a good card. <laughs> no. So Carnivore, Worm, of... like, you got to pay four, and it's a 3-3 three, three or 4-4? Four, 4-4. Four. Four, four. It, it gets plus X, plus X for the amount of snow permanence you control. And so <laughs> it's, it's going to get, like... And it has trample. It's not just... You can't just be chumped. Yeah, so it's going to get, like, plus 6, plus 6, plus 8, plus 8, and then you could do it again if you wanted, depending on what or who's blocking or just trying to get a ton of damage through. I those those kind of like pump cards that really like get that can get big, I'm like, that seems really cool. See, yeah, I think oh man. Think think about that going... card with Pathbreaker Ibex. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you also have the twenty twenties in here, by the way. I, I know I do. you, know, you yeah. know that. That's yeah. a little sub theme. Dark depths and yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be uh, 
And you got your your uh, vampire hex mage to get your dark depths out there. I see that. But I that might you. even be like unnecessary, depending on how much mana I actually generate with this. Because essentially, thirty mana mana gets the uh, dark uh, depths 20, 20. going. Yeah. And but vampire hex mage is kind of a cool little like, I'm gonna kill your planeswalker card, mm-hmm. or make something with a bunch I think, of plus one plus one counters. i think what's more ridiculous is that merit lage's slumber is just gonna that's the easiest one dude that thing i love that in here right yeah that you're gonna be scrying you're gonna be 10 you get 10 of them right 10, ten. or more snow permanents ten, wait oh you fit into it perfect ready Two? Well, I can't figure out just two. <laughs> That's my new button. <laughs> two? Two? Well, I can't figure out just two. And so getting a 2020 seems, that's like that little secret of what I want to have happen. I want a 2020 indestructible flyer. Is that all I, I that's, that's all I want to ask for. And then get your, your Ibex out and give it trample. 40, <laughs> 40 trample. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Give like everything 20 think. plus 20. I like how you yeah. think. There's your day of dragons actually right there. Fuck having a crater hoof. You just get your, your 2020 indestructible dudes. Yeah. So I yeah. think I think it's a cool deck. I think it'll be fun. I've seen the Jorans play, and it's pretty brutal, and that's in a sealed limited format when you're able to use things and make them. I, I'd be very, I'm very interested to see how this works because – it's it's brutal in that format in this where you get command any commander cards you want to use this can get out of control and i'm not excited to play it but i'm excited to, <laughs> to see, see it. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair enough i think that's yeah, yeah unfulfilled desires i'll just talk about go. that f- four <laughs> weeks in a row uh unfulfilled desires <laughs> is that's why you wanted to build Jorn. <laughs> Only because of this card. Pay like, one life, oh, pay blue. one mana, draw a card, then discard a card. You know, it it's it fits well. Yeah, because because you're tapping your land and then they untap and then you can just like cycle through a ton of cards. You're paying the life, but you're getting the cards that you need and or want, and it just seems like a great sink. You want card you don't necessarily want cards in your graveyard in this version. But it's putting stuff there if you don't need it. So, like, I don't need um, – if I have Horizon Stone in play, I don't need Crufix. You know what yeah, I mean? You know. And so there are a couple double-ups that don't count. I just kind of, like, get rid of it. And so there are cards um, that can be really nice. That uh, Plus, if you're playing the um – the graveyard cards that we had talked about for evasion that could be a way to get those in your graveyard easily true filth and wonder would be the best ones i didn't brawn mm. which gives trample no, isn't trample yeah that's not really yeah, isn't gonna do much necessary um so i think it's pretty cool oh the other thing about the so there's not a lot of good snow creatures <laughs> As as if you if you go and look at the the deck that I kind of have together, like there's just not a ton, and you're like, why is that? That's not a very good card. And it's still there. It's because it's still one of the better ones that I have to choose from. And so, 
when you have clones that kind of can fill it in and keep getting your your good ones yeah cloning and, and those. it's yeah. this is one of those because it's a super type the snow creature mm. that like changelings can fill a lot of holes when it comes to a subtype yep or like just the creature type warrior human whatever but the, it was the way you did ninjas for the longest time until they came out with ninjas actually, and then we were able to use ninjas yeah and so good ninjas but there there isn't much you can do to turn cards into a snow type um mm. and so clones i was thinking was a good way of doing it was sakashima 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 but yeah sakashima is really good it's it's really cool so i got those three in there and i i think they're going to be pretty cool but they can just fill in as as like another worm carnifex worm or valkyrie you know they can still just become big beaters so you have the two sakashimas in here did you want the third one that becomes a copy of a permanent that came into play and it has the cascade stuff. Well, that one. Protege? Yeah, Sakashima's Protege. Probably not. Same thing with the uh, Sakashima student. They they both care about Legend, legends. The legend. Yeah. yeah. So the three Spark Double, Sakashima and Sakashima, uh, they don't care about. But how much, how many legends do you actually have in here, though? Well, I mean, I'm still I'm still aiming to have them be Jorn. Okay, I gotcha. But they don't have to say, be. Yeah. If if I'm choosing other types of clones, then they can't be. Unless, I mean, that that could be a thing too is have it come in as creature Jorn and then kill off my actual Jorn commander and then be able to flip the snow graveyard side and bring stuff back yeah, so that that could be a thought as well um anything else to add no i think it's going to be a fun deck i think if you just focus on one of the aspects you'll be doing pretty well like jorn untapping lands and that's not your main goal it's just going to be a good early game play and if you're focusing more on recursion like you'll you'll build your deck for that um and, I, I and vice versa turns into an interesting play yeah. i think it, it early on people are like gotta kill gotta kill jorn gotta kill jorn but then by mid game it's like you've lost enough stuff where it's like i don't want jorn to go to the gray or go to the command zone because now he's going to be able to bring that stuff back if he flips it so it kind of turns into a like which is worse him to keep untapping his shit and playing stuff or being able to bring back the threats that we've already gotten rid of. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I think this, this is a, it's a double whammy. Whammy. Well, and I think it's one of those decks that you can do a different, ver like, like a couple different versions of it and you can play three or four different Jorn decks and they'll, they'll all be relatively different. different. The only yeah. similarities would be like the snow creatures or snow permanents that like, there's just not a ton to choose from. It'd be really nice if they went back to Cold Snap and uh, Ice Age and, like, updated the super types. <laughs> How you doing? You're upside down. What the hell happened? 
<laughs> so I think that'd be really cool, but then you'd have to like do a remastered of Ice Age to <laughs> You're just gonna <laughs> just gonna keep going. <laughs> no, don't keep going because I can cut this and edit. Why did it flip me upside <laughs> down? What the fuck is going on? Uh what the hell? Maybe I spin it? Oh. Right. <laughs> that was so fucking weird. It just is like, nah, we're just gonna go like this, it's, and we're just gonna flip you upside down. <laughs> yeah, that's what you deserve. Uh, all right. So, <laughs> is there anything else you would like to add, Lowry? Um, I think it'd be really yeah, cool if they went back in time and added the super type of snow creature in every, Ice Age or, and or. Um, cold snap. A few minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, Hello, boobies. Well, that was really that's long. a good ender. Yeah. All right. Uh, should we get into our last segment? Secret layer. In the common tongue, it says one speck to rule them all. One speck to fight them. One speck to bring them all. All right. Uh, so one spec. Normally what we do is we pick a set and we pick one card from it and say this is the spec you can go in, put all the chips on, and we'll make you the most money. This time we're just going to actually talk about the secret layer that was finally on sale. We knew what was in it by last weekend, about midweek. Yeah. Midweek. So this one is... Black is magic, and there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven cards that are in this set. Um, foils of the cards are 50. Non-foils are 40. Uh, what we're going to do is kind of go through it. Buy the foils. And, <coughs> and, and you can kind of decide what you want to do, but we're going to kind of help you figure out which ones to buy. So... Uh, since I have the numbers down, Lowry, why don't you go through the cards that we have? And we'll do what we did it last week, where do the card, and then I'll say what the foil and non-foil is for each. Okay. And so they are doing Cultivate? So Cultivate Foils. Or just go through them all. Go through them all, and then I'll okay. go back and talk cultivate, about Cultivate, we all know what that does. There's Kaya Ghost Assassin, which was the Conspiracy Planeswalker Kaya. This is one I, I don't actually have, and I would like that. Uh, Path of Ancestry, which is a classic um, land for Commander. But it was just printed in Commander Legends yep. with a full art version, so this is pretty recent. Mm -hmm. uh, Same with Cultivate. Cultivate was in 2021 with uh, pretty sweet art. Mm -hmm. Like that, I'm going to say I like that Cultivate full art better than this one just because it, it it looks really sweet but this okay. is still a cool one but uh then going. there's ponder which is solid solid card and the uh full art these are all full art by the way mm -hmm. soul ring which again looks really cool uh, it's more of a necklace kind of ring instead of like a your typical yep yep soul ring that they've done because that it's in the style of um tribes in africa tribes yeah, they yeah do that. Yep. uh and then there's 
Teferi, Hero of Dominaria. That's probably the, the keystone of this. Mm-hmm. And then you have Shalai, Voice of uh, Plenty. So, uh, Which I use all I did the time, a... too. This one's sweet. Yeah. That killed you, that one. Wait. Yeah. No, that's not the sacrifice one, is it? No, oh. it's not. This is the one that made it so I couldn't. Uh, hexproof. Yeah. Gives you hexproof. So. And then puts one one counters on stuff. Yep. Um, so I'm gonna go right down the list of how Lowry did that. So cultivate your. So again, foil prices are fifty. Non foil is forty. Cultivate your highest end ones, which was the full art foils from uh, Corset Twenty One this last year, which are really nice actually. But those are about five bucks. Your non-foils are at a dollar, so there's not much for the non-foils. Kaya, we're going to move. I'm going to skip through that really quick because that one's tough for the foils, but the non-foils are 10 bucks. Uh, Path of Ancestry, like I said, Commander Legends, your full art foils are sitting around seven, non-foils two. Ponder, this is also a tricky one. Ponder foils, I think there's like three printings if I'm correct think but they're all the cheapest is 30 30 for foil ponders but i think it's because of the lack of printings of that i'm just pulling up just to make double check on that but there wasn't that many ponder printings. so you have the lorowin version of that one which is the one that's crazy it's over 100 bucks mm. uh but you have Magic 2012, which is 30. Magic 2010, which is 35. And Lorowin. So, yeah, I was right. Three foil printings of this. Do you have the... Is the it cheapest. in the Amonkhet? Um, whatever. Those ugly-ass cards that they got? I mean, those are... Uh, I'm not seeing it on... I'm at least... I, I'm on Goldfish looking okay. at their printings of it. The only other one that's unique is the promo ponder... Player magic rewards, magic MPR. player rewards. Yeah. But that one doesn't have foil. a foil printing that's non foil. What's that it's at? just like a full art. Yeah. 17. So that one I went, it's 30. I mean, there's three printings. I mean, they're really old. That's what the, the issue is here. You're looking at a nine year old last time it was foil printed. So that's 30. Soul rings. Uh, I can tell you from the channel fireball stuff that I got. Those, if, if you're getting any foil soul rings, the cheapest they're going to be is about 17 to 20 bucks. Uh, I have with mm -hmm. these being unique, 25 to 30, if not higher down the road. If you hold on to them longer, I think these could go long or higher. Uh, the non-foils probably around 10. Uh, and then Tefiri, we're going to kind of talk about in a second here. But then, uh, what is it? It's Sh Shalai? Yeah, Shalai. July 14 for the foils and six for the non-foils. Okay. Taking out Kaya, taking out Tefiri. You're at $86 in foils. Um, compared to 53 for non-foils. Now, when you add in Tefiri, this is the part that's difficult with Tefiri. Masterpiece Tefiris, which are very hard to were hard to come by because of that whole debacle. Fiasco. Yep. Uh, those are 130. And which seems um, unlikely for this. Like, yeah, no, 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 I don't, I don't think that's 
the regular foils, the cheapest they are, are 43. Mm-hmm. So let, let's just say they're 40. You know, these are going on for a month. More than a month they're selling these. So there's plenty of time people can buy these. So let's say 40 is our bottom for this. Now let's jump up to Kaya. Kaya's issue is she only had one foil printing, but it wasn't a real foil printing. It was like a special promo foil. It didn't come, from what I looked up, I could not find on TCG or on Goldfish. Everything is a special pre-release foil. There isn't a regular foil of Kaya. So she's 150. So I don't know where that one's going to lie. My best guest, guest, <laughs> not guess, it's guest. Somebody's saying, but my best guess. My best guess is, is here. <laughs> I think it's going to be, I think it's going to, this one's going to settle around 30, 20 to 30 bucks. I think I put, Yeah. 20 or 30 bucks. I don't think these $150 20 prices, to 30 bucks is reasonable. Yeah. Easy guess. So let, let's go bottom line with all that. You you take the 20 and you take the 40 of the other. You're sitting at 146 bucks for the foil side of this compared to the 53 of the other side. So you're almost at a hundred dollar profit before fees and stuff. If you're trying to sell any of these, um, this might be one of the best secret layers that we've had in a long time. Like, as long as the prices stay where they're at, but I, th- I think they would, or you just hold on to them until they come back up. That Tafiri and Kaya alone pay for this whole thing. Yeah, you know, you you, you sell those two car or those two cards probably still break you even after fees. I mean, that's what you, you want the out of them anyway. Mm. So, but I mean, I, I'm going to probably pick up three of these one, one for myself, two to hold. Yeah. And going and I more, I don't think it's wrong. This. Yeah. I'm just cheap. I, I think the only way you don't, sell right away like the only way you sell right away is if you're one of the first people that bought it which would mean you bought already before you're hearing us talk about it or within the next day or so because they're going to ship out in order and if you're one of the first people to get them and then put them up and sell them you might be able to get a pretty high price but those prices will come down because this is going to be out for a month so i think a lot of people will buy these Mm -hmm. All, all of these are highly, you know, they're usable. The the utility, the cheaper cards in this are highly usable with Path of Ancestry, Ponder, and Cultivate. Like, and it's a different variation on art. Shalai is highly usable. And Kaya and Tefiri are both solid. Tefiri's, you know. And so, like, there isn't a miss in this where you're like, I don't really like that card. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we didn't talk about this beforehand and we didn't really decide on anything. Mm-hmm. Now that we've gone through it, if we had to do one spec out of this, when they start selling the singles, I honestly think I might go with soul ring only because the art is so different than all the other soul rings that are mm-hmm. out there that 
this down the road could be one of the most expensive solar rings, depending on how much they sell. It, 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 this could be really high selling, which probably will, will be. And it'll still be a $20 one 10 years from now. But I feel like that one has a really high potential because it's so different from any of the other soul rings. Um, if you were to pick one, even picking soul ring, if you were picking the same one, what would you kind of put your, your money on if you had to pick one out of them? I think the probably soul ring it's, I think soul ring is, is kind of like basic lands, you know, in a way it's just like you want different variations, different arts, and there'd be there's a demand for the variety of basic lands and soul ring and and like it feels st- like stupid to go and buy a soul ring but this looks awesome and yeah. it's something that look really cool in a deck so at least this is functional <laughs> i like this better than <laughs> buying basic lands even though they got me on the last set yeah <laughs> get me I, I was actually when I was editing last week's video, I was like, "How, how did I not rip on Lowry more about buying basic lands? Because you gave me so much shit all the time Just about buying basic, basic lands. lands, and that's the only one you bought." Yeah, <laughs> you know, maybe maybe you've worn me down, but well, I'll be honest with you, going through cards. This is kind of off the topic, but talking about basic lands is. I think because of the proxies and I've mentioned it before, but I think because of the proxies now that when we get over a certain amount, I make a proxy and I basically only play with proxies lands, basic lands. I'm willing to spend more on that way more on just because that's my bling. And we've talked about that, but yeah, we have, I don't, I, I like having that as my bling and even playing with five to $10 basic lands is the way that I show off my deck, you know, because everything else is proxies. It's it's so much of, I've made over 360 proxy cards that most of my deck ends up being proxies at this point. So, Oh, good for you. <laughs> good, good for you. Hello boobies. <laughs> the, uh, yeah. So I, I think, I think the foil version is good. I mean, like I'd even say ponder, at foil you know that's a good yeah it's a legacy card so four three printings of it and it's at 30 bucks for the cheapest i mean granted that's nine years ago yeah i don't see this being 30 bucks anytime soon but it's a 10 to 15 dollar card probably out the gate probably more like closer to 10 but I mean, it's a four of in like, I think that's something that you need to consider when it comes to secret layers is, is this played in a four uh, or you can have four of them in a deck because bitter blossom went up super quick and that's in both formats. Ponder's a really good card to just smooth out your draws in commander, but it's a four of, you know, I guess one other thing that needs to be kind of mentioned since we're now a year and change of secret layers being out is. How long do you sit on these? When do you sell? When is the proper time to sell these? Maybe that's an episode we talk about at some point. But really, the quick answer for me, after doing it for a year and selling stuff, 
you know, I did the, the, the stargazing ones and the kaleidoscope killers. I listed right away. Like I had my prices. This is where they're at. All I'm left with, uh, with kaleidoscope killers is the scarecrow, which I sell one every couple months. They're cheap too. With, right uh, Reaper now, King. Yeah. But people still buy them for 10, 10, 12 the bucks Reaper King one? for the, that. Oh, yeah. They're bad at magic. <laughs> I don't think it's that. Shh. They might be listeners now. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I th- my thought with now this going on for a year, the quick answer is sit on these. Unless you're one of the first people to get it and put it on eBay, sell it right away. But the thing is, people pre-sale their stuff all the time on there, mm-hmm. and so the prices already are low by the time you get your cards. The, the secret layers seem like more of a sit on them for a bit because they're not reprinting that version of that card ever again. This is secret layer. It's special. Whoever bought it then, it's either in their collection and people sell them right away. They're trying to get their money back. Yeah. Wait a couple of years and these will be way up there. I, th- I think that's kind of the right thing with most special product and or sealed product. You know, you sit on it, uh, sit on any box, and it's just going to go up eventually. Um. All right. So, really quick, we did record a video. So, later in the week, you guys can check it out on YouTube. We're going to try to get that edited. It's going to be the first time putting it up, so it's going to be pretty basic. We have some plans in the future, but you want to check out the video, check out later in the week YouTube. Otherwise, that should do it for us this week. We will catch you guys next week. Thanks for listening. See ya. Bye. Sega. I love boobs. I'm talking tatas. I love boobs. I'm bunkers for honkers. I love boobs. Thanks for the memories. I love boobs. <laughs> <laughs>